You are listening to FPEA Connects, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to FPEA Connects. Today's host is Suzanne Nunn. Suzanne is an active homeschool mom serving homeschool families in both her local community and across the state. She also serves as chairman of FPEA, Florida's statewide homeschooling association. FPEA serves thousands of homeschool families in Florida, delivering a wealth of support, guidance, and information to both new and longtime home educators. Please join us as we seek to encourage you in your homeschool journey and help you stay connected to all things homeschooling in the Sunshine State. Welcome to episode number 51 of FPA Connects. I'm Suzanne, and I'm so glad you've joined us this week. Sharon is here with me, and we have been busy having some FPEA kind of fun. That's right. It's been a really fun time since convention. It's just a few days out, actually closer to a couple of weeks at this point, (laughs) but we're just coming out of the FPA Florida Homeschool Convention, and it was such an exciting weekend. It was full of so many great moments for me. I had a lot of great moments, not memories. (laughs) It wasn't memory. Everything's a fog. (laughs) Um, No, it was a lot of great moments this year at convention. Um, I thought it was really successful. I saw so many new homeschoolers this year, which is always exciting. I would say, yeah, there were were a lot of new homeschoolers and we can identify those people because they have little bees that they wear for newbies. And, yeah, you saw a lot of new homeschoolers, which is always exciting. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, it's it's funny talking to people who go as attendees mm-hmm. uh, versus our perspective because we are doing it from the backside, yeah. too, right? So our perspective is a little bit different. And I would say that one of the first things for me is, you know, when we get done with a convention weekend and we're kind of rethinking what happened and how things went, Um, There are certain things that make me feel very satisfied, Mm -hmm. and that is if I've had moments to see where people are really getting help with, Mm -hmm. you know, what they need, and they'll come up and they'll let us know that. That's a very satisfying thing. Um, You're working on the front lines a lot. What, you know, do you have anything that makes you feel very, like, this is good? Yeah, as, well, as you know, we work leading up to convention several months, months in advance of planning. But then as it gets closer, we're working so hard in the office and, you know, from, you know, distance working, um, just on preparing to get there. Just so many things have to be done, logistics and everything. And so when it finally gets here, it always sneaks up on us. And then when we finally get there, it's really, um, it feels so good to see it actually come off and come off well yes when everything goes off smoothly (laughs) and get to see all the people enjoying and having a good time and having fun and really hearing their positive feedback on stuff that you've actually been working on so hard behind the scenes so it's fun yeah kind of knowing that people did appreciate that yeah that you planned already and thought about but um that's good and I know even as a for years when I was attending the convention, I always felt like there were so many things that I would walk away and take away. And um, I still, it surprises me sometimes that I still, even though I know what's coming and 
you know, what things we're going to have that I'll, I'll have aha moments Mm -hmm. while I'm there and while I'm listening to the speaker. So it's still something that very much speaks to me. And, you know, I had a, a few of those moments this year. One was at graduation, and I just really appreciated our speaker at graduation was Representative um, Jennifer Sullivan. And she was a homeschool graduate a few years ago herself at FPEA, which was exciting to see our people come back um, and have been so successful. But, you know, her thing was um, she had had some challenges when she was young with learning how to read at the mm-hmm. the time that everybody thought was the right time for her to read. And she talked a little bit about that and how that was a little bit of a struggle for her and how her mother made a decision then to put virtue before knowledge mm-hmm. and that she really focused on helping her develop a good work ethic and good character qualities. And when the reading came, you know, it, it came. And now she's very successful at what she does because of some of those character qualities. And it just made Mm -hmm. me, it made me remember that there was a reason for homeschooling that is different than just the educational aspect. Yeah. And that that makes you a successful adult, you know. And so just to remind myself of that as I'm still homeschooling my kids, you know. Mm -hmm. So that was a good, that was one of my aha moments. Yeah, and she was such a good speaker. I really enjoyed her, and we had a lot of positive feedback about her for the same reason. Yeah. Um, So convention is so overwhelming to many people, Mm -hmm. Um, and I know it can be for whether they're new or have done this a hundred times, it's so much information to take in and you're still homeschooling. Mm -hmm. So when you're done doing all your um, FPA stuff stuff (laughs) and you get a chance to run down to the exhibit hall or do whatever you'd like to do on a personal level and you get home, what do you do with all that? I kind of, um, I can appreciate the overwhelming part because Even when I first went to my very first convention, I can remember feeling so in awe of what I saw in the vendor hall Yeah. and loving it. But still, even if you love something and it's great, sometimes it can be a little overwhelming and you get caught up in the moment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there were times that I went in there and I bought things that I was like, I got home and I was like, "Mm, what am I supposed to do with this now? Right. (laughs) Because. Impulse buying and things like that. but Find stuff you didn't remember you buy. <laughs> exactly. That happens too. And, you know, so I always kind of looked at it as, okay, and it usually would happen a couple of weeks later. It did not happen immediately. But I kind of looked at, like, this is my way of unpacking convention. You know, mm-hmm. now I've got usually my little rolling cart full of stuff mm-hmm. that had my bags and whatever I purchased. And... I would just kind of start unpacking that and going through things. And one of the things that was made that always made convention really successful for me was I would go and pick up flyers um, or bits of information from any vendor that interested me or any oh, speaker yeah. that was interesting to me. So I would get home, <laughs> I would have a whole bag full of flyers. Good and now idea. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, okay, what am I going to do with all this, <laughs> right? right? So I actually would take that stuff out, and that's kind of like what I called all my paper stuff. I would take that out and go through it because some stuff I did want to keep and Mm -hmm. refer back to, whether it was a catalog to order something from or, you know, just information about things to compare some ideas about curriculums. 
But I would go through immediately at that point and just throw away what I knew. Okay, I've decided against this. I don't need it anymore. I'm going to get rid of it. Or if I thought it was something really perfect for a friend, I might hold on to it to give to somebody. But Mm -hmm. I would get rid of what I didn't need. Yeah. And things that I thought were going to be valuable to me or that I would use during the year, like I said, a catalog or something like that, I would keep it and just file it away. Um, so I would know where to go back and pick it up when I needed it um, and it wouldn't get lost because the worst thing is to get ready to pack for convention the next year and find all the stuff that she picked up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the one before oh I needed that um, so I would try to take it out and just you know put it where I could use it yeah <clears throat> and then my other you know kind of unpacking I don't know about you well I do know about you so you <laughs> write down all kinds of stuff I write notes down yeah. everywhere I always have a notebook and I'm always mm-hmm. taking notes Sometimes they're well thought through and written, and sometimes they're not. So I would try to get back through those notes and, you know, for things that I knew I needed to keep and um, refer back to that were really good nuggets for me. I usually would take that and kind of transfer it to something I was going to use more often, whether it was my planner for the next year or Uh whatever. Um, But also just read through what I had written to remind myself of what I had heard. Yeah. And for years, um, our my support group, our homeschool group, would purchase the set of audios. And so while I was working through that process, I also would like to go borrow that set of audios and listen to the ones either that I didn't get to go hear mm-hmm. or if somebody, um, you know, did a really great workshop and I wanted to listen to it again and get the information again, I would go back and I would take that time during the summer to go do that. Yeah. And I think it's really good. We have now the MP3 downloads and I think yeah. that it's perfect because for $5 you can go online and get, you know, any talk, one that you missed, one that you loved that we had at convention, or you can buy a whole set of them for a very reasonable, you know, price. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that is um, the perfect time to start listening to those and to go back is when you get home and you have a little bit of summertime to do that. And so that's part of my unpacking. And then of course there's the curriculum and I always love to get it out and um, open it and thumb through it and, read all the stuff to to kind of get ready to start thinking about what I'd be doing in the fall. That's always fun. Oh, it's so It's like fun. Christmas a little it bit. It is. It is like yeah. Christmas. And especially now, I know some of them are just um, doing orders. Yeah. So you don't really see. I mean, you can look at it at convention. Yeah. But to really get home. It's fun and to get it, it in the mail, finally. The mail. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And so I enjoy that. And, um, and then there's always, you know, I don't know if you ever experienced this. But my kids, as soon as I hit the floor in the vendor hall and start looking at things, they are on my one on each shoulder. I want this. <laughs> Mom, can I get this? And it's good stuff. So much excitement. <clears throat> it is a lot of excitement and it's good stuff. Usually for them, it's mm-hmm. ancillary items, you know, books that they just want to yeah. read for fun. Yeah. Coloring books, um, you know, different things. Yeah. So I um, like to take those things out. And kind of go through that, make sure it falls where it needs to go. And if there was something that I picked up that I was like, yeah, I don't know if I really am going to use this. I always like to pass that on to people that might. Sure. And, you know, that's another good thing. Um, And then I like to take all of it and just put it away Mm -hmm. for the next month or so. And really, I I usually will take around the end of July, mid-July, and I'll start 
really planning and focusing on planning my next school year. But until then, I like to give it a rest because Mm -hmm. there's so much to sort through, you know, with your thoughts and your curriculum and what you've just picked up at convention. And I want to have time to just enjoy the summer, enjoy it and think about it and think about when I want to and not, not let it stress me. Right. But, um, you know, after all that is said and done, like I said, we always pick up books. Now I am like, I am always picking up books written for moms, you know, Mm -hmm. so some of the, the books that will be encouraging to me or, you know, help me with my homeschooling a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So I've always picked those up. And sometimes I'll take that summertime break to just read those. And it's a good time to do it because you can't put that off until the school year because Mm -hmm. then you're busy. Yeah. So, you know, if you picked up a book that was all, that was all for mom, then that's a perfect time to start reading the book. And then with the kids, because they love, we'll pick up books that we're going to use in our curriculum and in our studies, but we also pick up just for fun reading. And that's what I like to let them read. I love to see them just kind of dive into it and, and start reading and, then we all get, they get read. They don't get pushed aside or left somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so they all get read because we have time in the summer. So that's good. So that's kind of how I unpack my convention and process everything because it's a lot of information in a short amount of time. Yeah. But it's it's good and there's a way to process it when you get home. And the summer is the perfect time to do that. It, it is. You have enough time to do it if you're, you know, if you take that summer period time off it's a good refreshment time and your your brain has time to process it and remember it but close enough that you'll remember the stuff yeah and it's you know it's not a long drawn out process of what to do with what you have or anything like that it's as simple as like unpacking your suitcase and putting your clothes away you know it's just thinking about it a little bit and doing doing that process and there's is good. definitely some enjoyment to it like I said like mm-hmm. it's almost kind of like Christmas and relishing like it's fun to relook at it what you did and what you got and it's just kind of fun to take the time to enjoy it yeah. you're going to be using it for the next year so <laughs> this is true <laughs> yeah this is true um so speaking of reading it's time for us to pull our books off the shelf and talk about where we mm-hmm. are are you reading something good now I am reading a new book, or I'm reading a book, but it does happen to be a new book. I um, I got the new, I just downloaded the new Ted Decker book, The 49th uh, Mystic, uh, and it's part of his Circle Trilogy, if you're familiar with those. I love the Ted Decker books. Okay. Um, they're a little bit fantasy, science fiction. Um, he's a Christian author, but he is a New York Times bestseller. Okay. If you've not read any of his, of his stuff, I enjoy it so much, and he just released the book, so I... Since summer's here and I'm post-convention, I've actually got time to read now. A little bit. So I downloaded it to my Kindle, and I'm reading it now. I'm about halfway done. That sounds good. It's a fun book. It is, yeah. I haven't. I, I don't think I've ever read any Ted Decker books, but I keep hearing about oh, them, so I think so I'm going to have to. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to. <clears throat> yeah, I um have started reading a book. Let me see. Let me tell you a little bit about it. All right. Let's hear This is a book called Love on the Edge, uh-huh. and it's written by Carrie Evelyn. And the reason I like this book and the reason I'm excited about reading this book, I've started reading. I'm a couple of chapters in. Mm-hmm. But the reason that I really wanted to read it is Carrie is from the Orlando, Florida area. Oh, cool. It's her first book, 
and she's a homeschooling mom. Oh, that's perfect. So it's perfect, right? And, you know, she was kind enough to give this to me and let me uh, have an opportunity to read it and kind of just review it. But it's so far, I'm really enjoying it. So mm-hmm. I'm already kind of into this story. And, you know, it's a story that kind of um, throughout the story, it's going to deal with the healing power of love. And that's located off the coast of Maine, which is one of my favorite places to read from. But, um, you know, it's good. And I, I'm interested in seeing. I know she said she was working on some other books. So I'm mm-hmm. interested now in actually following through and reading some more because Carrie's doing a pretty good job here. Is it uh, an adult book or is it more um, like young adult? You know, I or think. what genre would you say? Is it romance? So it is kind of a romance, but it's also just a. Uh, a story um, that, you know, just really kind of draws you into a little bit of a mystery going on too. And um, I would say, you know, it would be a comfortable read for Mm -hmm. anybody probably about 14 years old and up, you know, so it's not too overly, you know, involved, but um, it's written from a a very clean perspective and just a very, it's just a very genuine book. Excellent. Yeah. Nice. It's really good. So, um, I think that we'll have a lot to uh, keep us busy reading this summer because we picked up a lot at convention. Oh, did you? (laughs) And I picked up a lot at convention and um, still have a lot to kind of process myself. But, well, um, thank you for being here with me today. Yeah. It was fun. It's always fun. And I just want to say to everybody who's joined us, if you're considering homeschooling or if you're already fully engaged in homeschooling, remember this. FPEA is your source for all of your Florida homeschooling needs. And we'd like for you to check us out on our website at www.fpa.com for exciting opportunities. We've got a lot coming up this summer and other valuable resources. Also, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, or Instagram for other great tidbits and resources that are sure to help you as you create your own customized homeschool journey. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed our show and will join us next time for FPEA Connects. You can find us on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network at ultimateradioshow.com. For more information about FPEA, visit us at our website, fpea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, stay connected.